This podcast contains discussions about mental health and may contain discussions about suicide and self-harm. If you or somebody that you know is experiencing distress or is in immediate danger, dial triple O or call Lifeline on 131114 or Beyond Blue on 1300 224636. Also, if you believe that someone you love is experiencing a mental health issue, please encourage them to go and talk to their GP as soon as possible. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, hello folks, welcome to uh, a special episode of uh, the How You Going Mate podcast. Adam's my name. Um, and Barbie's my name. Oh, you were, I was, had a great introduction ready for you then. Oh, no. I'm going to have to throw it all away now. Oh, what a shame. Her name is Barbie. For those of you that are regular listeners to the show, you will have heard uh, the uh, the other half of How You Going, Mate. Barbie Lee before. How are you, Barbie? Not too bad, thank you. That's good. It's nearly bedtime for me, though. Oh, it's very late. So um, I'm a bit, uh, bit of an old manner. <laughs> I'm surprised you're still awake. <laughs> I'm surprised you're oh. <laughs> That's her falling asleep. Sorry, folks. She's... Wake up. That is not me. <laughs> anyway, uh, look, uh, one noise you might hear. We're uh, recording in the uh, in the uh, family room here. We've got the birdcage next to us, so we might have a little, uh, a little avian friend. Chippy, uh, cheap, cheap. Give us uh, her, in, her input sooner or later, so... Listen out for the bird calls. Otherwise, um, welcome to this uh, special edition of How You Going, Mate. Uh, we decided um, earlier this year we did a, well, like last year, obviously, we did a uh, New Year's Eve edition. We did a Mother's Day edition. And so we've sort of looked at all of these significant kind of calendar, a uh, Valentine's Day one as well. Yes, we did. Um, and, of course, we looked at all of these sort of significant calendar events and, and looked at the impact that it can have on people's mental health moving forward. Um, now, some of you know my story. I've I've spoken about it on the introduction and things like that. Where, um, you know, Barbie's of course uh, wife number two, the uh, the real wife, as you like to call yourself. Is that is that how I'm supposed yes. to describe you, darling? Something like <laughs> the that. The first the first wife was the rehearsal wife. <laughs> um, but of course, uh, look. I've been pretty open across the podcast, and we've discussed this on a few different shows um, where I have been married and divorced before and have an, an older child from a pre, from that relationship. And, of course, Father's Day is always an interesting occasion in our house. It's Father's Day in Australia tomorrow. So, yes, for, for the listening overseas. For the people that are listening in Qatar and Singapore and Taiwan and all of the crazy places we've been listening to, the Ukraine... I mean, it is Australia Day here tomorrow. And the um, non-crazy places too. I mean, how do you define who's crazy and who's not Well, not just, crazy. Uh, just strange places. Like, who listens in... Like, I love that someone listens in Qatar, but who is that person? I just... I'm, I'm fascinated by the idea that somebody is listening to me in Qatar. I'm just fascinated by that. It's just incredible. Um, so, yeah, it is Father's Day, and Father's Day has always been an interesting time of year because... Um, and. For those of us that are, are, are divorced, for those of us that are, have 
those split living arrangements, um, Father's Day doesn't always fall on your weekend. Father's Day, and in fact, a lot of significant events don't always fall on your weekend, you know, birthdays and things like that. But Father's Day don't doesn't always fall on your weekend. So having to organise your time and having to organise your life and, and negotiate times to see your child can be really difficult on Father's Day. And uh, a little bit of I guess our story recently is that um, my older daughter has moved into state um, and of course we've had to, uh, with with a mum, and uh, unfortunately this year for probably the first time in a really long time I'm not actually going to have Father's Day with her. Um, but this is also semi-inspired I guess by the fact that I know that there are a lot of, of men, a lot of parents out there in a similar situation. A lot of parents out there who are uh, experiencing this same um, feeling of, you know, well, being alone on Father's Day or having to uh, negotiate time with their child or having to deal perhaps with uh, an ex who is, you know, not prepared to to come to the party, so to speak, and and support that relationship. So hell of a lot of men out there um, when that, Father's Day is a negative time for them. Um, a difficult time. Well, a difficult time, yeah. And and so like some of these holidays... And look, at the end of the day, and I guess we've said this about Valentine's Day, we've said this about Mother's Day. I mean, realistically, at, at the very core of this, it is a commercialised situation. Um, Father's Day, I don't think... We, we were saying this off air. Father's Day isn't the deal that Mother's Day is. There's not quite the the emphasis put on Father's Day is there as a Mother's Day. And of course, um, but of course, you know, there's still this push to, I, I guess the thing I think is, and, and Bob, feel free to talk anytime you like on this topic. Um, but I think the, the thing to think about is um, it is just one day. And it is a day that we're told that this should happen on these days, these events, these occasions can have quite significant event effects on people's mental health because we are so conditioned to think that this is a day that we have to do something special, something different. This is a day that it has to be more significant than any other day. But the reality is, and the truth is, is it is, at, at its core, just another day. Really, it is just another occasion to celebrate, just another, you know... I always think of the the wedding parties anything song, you know, Father's Day. It's an older song, uh, I think from about ninety one, ninety two, um, where he in the line in the song is every Saturday is Father's Day, you know, um, and for me it's one of those things. If if you as a child or your children are only showing you love on Father's Day, um, if that's the that one day of the year that you say, you know, I love you, Dad, there's potentially something wrong with the relationship. Um, it, every day should be Father's Day. Every day should be a day where you're, you know, and, and Mother's Day equally, where you're celebrated, where you're, you know, applauded, where you're shown affection, where you're shown love, where you're shown appreciation. And um, and you show it as well. And you show it in return. And I think, I, I guess for the people out there that are listening to the podcast at the moment and hearing this, um, for the dads out there, and, and look, I appreciate... You know, we, we sort of spoke about this off air. There's some there's some dads out there that, that aren't the greatest dads, and there's some dads out there that are 
you know, in terms of how relationships break down, I'm certainly responsible for that. And, and you know, we're obviously excluding situations where dads have, have been domestic violence perpetrators or abusive or, or you know, all of the negative things that we see in relationships. But You're talking more from your perspective of what you've experienced. Well, a little bit. What you're but experiencing. I'm, but I'm also sort of saying generally, you know, there are a hell of a lot of really good dads out there this weekend that won't see the kids. Mm-hmm. There are a hell of a lot of really good dads out there that are that are fighting to see their kids, and the, and the system that we live in, as as much as you, um, as much as as and rightly so, it's designed to to um, protect children and, of course, you know, support parents in a certain way. You know, for the dad out there and, and myself included in this one, there's dads out there. There's plenty of dads out there who this weekend won't get to see their kids, mm-hmm. and this weekend won't have the opportunity to spend time with them. And um, they might get to see them next weekend or they might have got to see them on Friday and that's they've celebrated Father's Day then. Um, but there's a bunch of dads tomorrow that are going to wake up, you know, when when this is on, which is this will air on Father's Day. There's a bunch of dads that are going to wake up today that are just going to not see the kids mm. through no fault of their own, you know. They're not assholes. They're not domestic violence perpetrators. They're not anything. They're just guys that won't get to see their kids, which sucks. And wishes, wish that they did get to see their kids. Desperately. The, the thing is, unfortunately, you know, over 50% of the marriages out there end in divorce. Hmm. Um, yeah. Is that the latest statistic? It's all, I think it's been a pretty, pretty consistent statistic for a long time. Uh, yeah, so that's not the unfortunate thing. And, and in those divorces, there's a lot of custody battles and things that happen with children. And um, it's really important. You know, parent, parents that are in a situation where they've separated and they're going through um, issues with each other to remember that um, the children that are involved are not privy to the adult issues that you're dealing with. They don't, shouldn't be exposed they don't, to them. They don't deal with adult issues. They're mm. kids. Mm. So, you know, and I, I know I've spoken to you about this over the years, Um you know, the relationship that you have with your ex-partner is not the same relationship that that child has. Mm-hmm. So the experience that you've ha- you're having or you've had with your ex-partner, which brings around about hostility and anger in, some, in a lot of cases for a lot of people, um, that your child is, has not had that experience with that parent. Mm-hmm. So as much as, you know, you might want to you know, run the partner down or run the parent down in front of the child and, oh, they're this, they're that or whatever, you really need to try not to do that because they're not having that same relationship. So they actually want to be with that parent. Mm -hmm. They want to spend time with that parent and they love that parent regardless of how you feel about your Mm -hmm. ex-partner. So, you know, in a situation where children are being restricted from spending time from with their their other parent you know the you're not just hurting that person you're not just hurting that parent yeah. you're hurting the child as well in at at in that time and then in the longer time as well because it, it will really have an impact on how their relationship develops with that parent yeah and i i think even you know to expand on what you said about running them down i mean just do what you can to facilitate that relationship do what you can to make sure that that relationship exists 
and don't uh, even a step further from don't run them down don't actively try and stop them from being a part of each other's lives mm. you know and it and it look it's happening all over the place and and I sort of like I mentioned before it a little bit inspired by a, a, a group I was involved with a little while back where I sort of got to see how emotionally affected a man was and and in the course of what we do in, across our relationships we have a lot of um, dads talking to us about accessing their children and things like that and it's just a it, it's horrible to think that you know for a man to be able to actually see his child um, and again I appreciate there are people out there that do you know terrible things and and you know there's reasons why they or don't, don't see want them. to see their children or don't want to see their children but for a man to see his but child we're talking about people that you know good humans that just want to spend time with their kids um but there are, you know, like I said, there's. It's going to cost them thousands of dollars to go through a court process. It's going to cost them, you know, it's going to it's going to obviously damage the children to have to go through that court process as well, which nobody wants to do. Um, and so it's it's you know it's horrible. But you know, I guess what we want to do with this is to to sort of talk to and and not only I mean we don't not only dealing with this type of situation as well. Uh, there's lots of guys out there that have perhaps have children that have passed away. There are men out there that have not had the opportunity to have children. And would love to. And would have loved to have had children, as there are women that would have loved to have had children that have just never found themselves in the position to be able to do that. Um, So for, I guess what I'm kind of saying is, is, you know, please as you approach Father's Day tomorrow, it it is a wonderful opportunity to celebrate Dad. Um, It's a wonderful opportunity to show him your appreciation. But, the same as Father's, the same as Mother's Day, the same as Valentine's Day. If Valentine's Day is the only day you tell your wife you love her, there's a problem. And if Mother's Day is the only day you get in contact with your mum and you do something special with her, there's a problem. And if Father's Day is the only day you do that, um, there's an issue. Don't sit there and hang your hat on Father's Day being the be-all and end-all of your relationship. This one day, which now is essentially a commercially driven day, don't hang your head on that, you know. Um, make every day Father's Day, make every weekend Father's Day, make each of those moments that you spend with your child special. You know, appreciate, be grateful, show gratitude when you have those times with your children. You know, look at the positives of this. Look at look at the fact that, you know, if you're, like for me, I mean, if you're a dad that got to see your kids every week, you got to see your kids every week. Be there and enjoy those moments. That's Father's Day. You know, for mums out there doing the same thing, that's Mother's Day. Um you know, and for the mums out there that are mum and dad at the moment, you know, happy Father's Day to you too. But, you know, you guys are doing a great job. Keep doing that job. And for the dads that are sitting out there, I guess one of the things that we like to do on our on our show is to, to, to give you a, I don't know, some, the idea behind this is, is, number one, we want people to hear these conversations and go, well, I'm not alone, I'm not the only one that suffers on Father's Day thank goodness but also what we ultimately want is for people to have something to take away with them in terms of what you can do to manage this yeah Mm. and we're no experts on this we're not for a second suggesting but you know tomorrow if it's going to be a rough day if father's day is going to be a rough day for you or any of those event days these special days these so-called special days they're rough for you then my number one piece of advice to you would be practice a lot of self-care tomorrow Mm. right Stay off the grog, number one, doesn't help. But tomorrow morning when you wake up, you know, make an effort to connect with somebody. 
Make an effort to spend some time with someone if you can. Or do something that you enjoy. Do something nice for yourself. Go out and get a massage. Go to the movies. Go and have lunch somewhere. Some of us can't go to the movies. Well, a lot of us can. You can't if you're in Victoria. Apologies for that, Melbourne. But I think the rest of the nation's okay. We've just got to be very COVID safe. Well, <laughs> can I just tell you, can I say, I always say this to people. I think I've said it in the podcast before. Um, you know, every second Friday is my, my RDO day. And there are times when I go to the movies because there are movies that you don't like that I love. Mostly superhero-y type action yes. movies, right? Um, Except for when Chris Hemsworth, you know. <laughs> and even then, you still don't love them. Um, but <laughs> but we... Um, f- 10 o'clock on a Friday morning in the middle of a school term is the best time to go to the movies. Like, y- people go, oh, I'll get a social distance of movies. I've been social distancing in the movies for years because you sit there and you get the app out and you open the app and you look at the app and you can see the little red dots of where people are sitting and you pick one as far away from those other red dots as possible. I've had days when I've gone and watched blockbuster movies and there's been six people in a 500-seat cinema. It's brilliant. Here's the benefits to it. You don't have to share your popcorn. You don't have to share your drink. You get to stretch out a little bit. You also don't have to have someone sitting in your ear going, what happened then? Why is he doing that? What's that? What's that about? What's this part doing? What's I he doing remind, re- I have never done that to you. No, you haven't done that to me. I'm just saying, I'm not saying these are you. Right. Don't take this personally, darling. It's your other girlfriends. <laughs> but you don't have to. You just get to sit and watch it. And, and here's the tip. Every other person in the cinema is thinking the same. No one wants to sit next to each other. They just don't. So, so socially distance. Wednesday morning, 10 o'clock, go to the movies. It's brilliant. It is, the, it is a hidden secret. It's always, I always thought that you know people who went to the movies on their own were losers. No way. It's amazing. So I'm not even joking. So, um, But, you know, Dad's out there. You know, go and play a game of golf tomorrow. Go fishing. Get outdoors. Get out in the sunshine. You know. Yes, it will be a nice day tomorrow. It will be a lovely day tomorrow. Build something, mow your lawn, clean a room, like whatever you want to do, you know. Mowing the lawn is a really interesting one. Mow your lawn, do your edges, stand out the front tomorrow and look at it and just go, man, that's amazing, that looks fantastic. Guess what you can do in the morning? (laughs) Wake up and have breakfast in bed delivered to me by my adoring wife and child. That's what I'm going to have done for me in the morning. The old, the I'm door. laughing because he's dreaming. The older daughter. Already, he's not even asleep. <laughs> the older daughter reckons she's going to be waking me up at 6 o'clock. That's not going to happen either. Um, don't disconnect yourself tomorrow, though. Please get in touch with somebody. And if you're sitting here listening to this and you know someone who's going to struggle tomorrow, you know somebody who's going to do it tough, give them a call. Mm. Like, get in touch and with them. And that's the thing. I mean, there's so many people that are going through breakups and... And divorces and custody battles and everything at the moment and and you know I I know of a few people and um, and we're just saying like if you've got people in your life that you know are going through that touch base with them tomorrow yeah getting getting contact with them tomorrow and I mean you know it's not always doom and gloom in this sort of scenario either I mean I've heard yeah. of a lot of anecdotal evidence of of you know part ex partners that are actually quite um, successfully um, co-parenting their children yeah. 
So it's not something that it's it's a given that this has to be an issue for everybody. Mm. Um, so, you know, for those of you out there that are actually successfully co-parenting and 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 you know, good on you. And and we we really you know you should be proud of yourselves for doing that together because it can be really tough when, as I said, you're dealing with adult issues mm. um, that can be quite. Um, can be quite taxing on everybody for a whole range of reasons but really honestly that's the children that need to be um be thought of first and foremost and making sure that they're part of they're part of their um family's life you know Mm. because you know they've got their dad but also they've got the extended family that comes with their dad as well yeah that they 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 could be missing out on so Mm. and and Um, and dads look you know if you if it is the case that you have to have Father's Day next weekend, enjoy your Father's Day next weekend. And if it's the case that you get to have it tomorrow, enjoy it tomorrow. And I hope that there's lots of families out there where mum and dad are separated, but they've been able to manage this really well. I'd love to think that that's happening. Mm. And um, and good on you guys if it does. But um, for the dads out there, and, and, and the very last piece of advice as well, um, you know, tomorrow if you really are doing it tough and you don't have anyone to reach out to, um, you know, look at Men's Helpline, uh, look at Lifeline, you know, get in touch with those guys. Um, make sure that you are talking to someone and working through this. Um, but at the very least, get out in the sun, go and buy some fish and chips, watch the waves roll in and just tell yourself that it'll, you know, it won't always be like this. It won't always be like this. It just won't. And, um, you know, the beautiful thing about life is... The shitty thing about life is it constantly changes. The beautiful mm. thing about life is it constantly changes mm. and it never stays the same. And so, I know you've been, you know, the last few weeks has been pretty tough on you as well. So, yeah, um, you know, we're planning on some family things tomorrow for you. So, And I can tell you now, though, the last few weeks, that mantra of it nothing is forever and it will get better you know um that's kept me going like that's kept me on on the solid track so um you know focus on that focus on the fact that you know it won't be like this forever Mm. and and things will change and you'll even change your perspective on it because i know you're you know you've struggled like you've Mm battled with your perspectives and I think you got a, you're at a level now like you're on a level yeah yeah yep because as I said of acceptance I think yeah it's it's one of the things that really got me through when I first was diagnosed with depression I was talking to this yesterday about um I was talking about this yesterday to today from the men's table was um the idea of the Buddhist philosophy of the four noble truths and the first noble truth is that the humans suffer and the reason that we suffer is because we attach ourselves to impermanent things. So we can't, we struggle with change. You know, we want, you know, we look at our past and we look at history and we wish that didn't happen, didn't change. We look at the future and we are uncertain about that. We don't know what the change is going to look like. Um, but you think about a lot of the pain that you experience in your life. I mean, even the fact that people die, you know, that's change. You know, people will leave you eventually. Um, and you, you know, to be able to come to that realization and understand that you have to appreciate what you have when you have it at the moment that you have it. And be very much in that moment that you know that's that's really important to do, so for me, um the concept of change, you know, I had to understand that this was just that process happening to me 
that I was struggling and, and, and suffering because, you know, I wasn't I wasn't fully prepared for that change. Um, but I also had to get into my head that, you know, it won't be like that forever. It will change again. Um, and that, you know, that that is life. That is the nature of existence. It is the one constant that everything changes. And so in within, you know, in the next few months, it could be a whole different set of circumstances, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, but that's that's been me over the last few weeks. It's been just getting my head back into that space where it's like, yeah, you have to be able to manage this this change. You have to understand that this change will not last forever, and you know it will change again. You know we don't know what the future holds, and that's the you know I know I know there's an element of cliche to that, but we don't know what the future will hold. And it will be, you know, could be 12 months. To, you know, here's the classic example. If we sat here 12 months ago and went, mm, we're going to have a massive global pandemic in 2020 and it's yeah. going to completely change everything, we all would have just went, yeah, sure, that's a Hollywood script, you know. Here we are. No one, no one could have understood what was going to happen in 2020. No one was predicting it. No one was thinking about it. And yet here we are. You know, 2021 is a completely different year. Who knows? It could be heaps worse. It could be, you know, hopefully get better. And hopefully in, in 10 years' time, we're all going to be sitting back and looking at 2020 going, wow, that was... Wasn't w- that a trip? Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. Thank God everything got back to normal, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So, um, you know, for the dads out there, um, happy Father's Day, particularly, I mean, obviously for people in Australia. Um, I do know that other countries do celebrate it, but at different times, different of, times the year. of the year. Yeah. So, you know... It's if our turn tomorrow. But equally, if you're listening to this and you're a dad who's struggling with being separated from your family and, and going through those um, the, the pain of divorce, if you're a dad who's lost a child recently, you know, if you're a dad who's you know a man who wants to be a dad but it can't be, isn't a dad, um, you know, like I said, that self care is so important, and and please really work on what you need to do tomorrow to look after yourself. Really work on making sure that you look after you um, tomorrow and every day. So, you know, it's really important. And, you know, I mean, I can't, I don't want to throw out the glib, you know, there's people out there that love you and they want you, like that's not what this is about. This is about understanding there is work that you have to do as a man, as a person, as a woman, whatever, to maintain your mental health and well-being. Tomorrow is no different. Do that work. Look after yourself. Do the self-care and try and have a really good good day, you know, and sit back at the end of it and think of the three things that you were grateful for that day, the three things that went well, because that's what I'll be doing. And hopefully there'll be lots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More than three. More than three. All right, thanks for listening. Thanks, Barbie. Thank oh, thank you too. Bye. Bye, everyone.